Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Gems Podcast. This is Deontay King. I'm here with another episode. So glad to be back, man. Uh, the last two episodes we have was Make Room and Divorce. Those episodes are going great. Uh, appreciate the support from everybody. Just listening to those and just supporting the podcast. Um, I appreciate it, man. Thank you all so much. Um, we're going to go ahead and get right into it. Today's topic is bitterness and I basically did like a word study or like a breakdown on on the word bitterness in the Greek and in Hebrew somewhat um, so I'm gonna pretty much start off with the Greek uh, go, well I'm gonna talk about the definition of the word bitterness overall have some scripture we're gonna talk about the Greek and like, like the Greek origin of that word um, and then the Hebrew origin of that word as well um, and I'm pretty much going to break down uh, like the definition that they gave uh, in both languages and just different things that come up when talking about bitterness or how those cultures, I guess you could say, define bitterness. Bitterness is a crazy thing, man. Like it's something I've dealt with my entire life. Um, definitely just bitterness towards other people people that did me wrong. I can go on and on all day. Um, it's something that was hanging heavy on me, but bitterness isn't something that I felt like I had to get out of me. I kind of justified it and made it to where I should I, I should be able to have this bitterness. You know what I mean? And that's where the problem uh, was was lying in, that I was justifying it and I felt like I, w- I should have it. But today I'm going to expose the issue of bitterness and I'm going to leave y'all with that. And hopefully you guys can take something from this because this just hit me um, not too long ago, man. Like God literally set this on my heart for me, you know, not for you guys. I'm sharing it with you guys, but this is for me. Um, And this thing about bitterness was set on my heart and I was holding this inside of me based on other people's actions and it's causing me to be bitter which then will cause me to appear bitter or, you know, be bitter towards other people. All right. So that's the that's practically the main thing that you don't want to happen. You don't want to have your character be bitter. You don't want to have your appearance or, you know, just your like your countenance be bitter. You want to move in a in a uh, in the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit isn't bitter. Sweet. You know, God is sweet, sweet like honey. All right. So we have to make sure we put we're putting that character on. We make make sure we're putting we're, we're wrapping ourselves in that appearance and operating in that way, not in bitterness. So let's go ahead and get into this, man. Appreciate y'all once again. Make sure y'all share and uh, support the podcast. I will drop all of my uh, social media handles underneath the description um, in this episode. So make sure y'all check that out. Also question for the day question for the day is what's the most bitter thing you've ever tasted all right so this question will be on spotify on this episode you can go to the community tab in spotify while listening to this episode and you can reply to that question and i'll be able to see your answer also i'll post this on my social media so on instagram preferably It'll be on Instagram and I'll do a post on there as well, you know, and I'll share responses. So have a little fun with it. Just, you know, I mean, if it's something crazy, you know, just share it with us. Just share it with us. 
I'd like to see what you guys come up with. Um, and I think it'll be fun, man. So y'all participate in that. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. All right. So bitterness, let's go, let's go into the definition of bitterness. All right. We're going to go into the definition. The definition of bitterness. This is what I got when I Googled it, or you know, when I was doing a little research on it. I got anger, disappointment, resentment. Uh, and then I put in parentheses a resentful spirit, just because that was something I was seeing when I was seeing definitions and, and things like that resentful spirit you know and i feel like that moves more into the more into the the uh demonic realm all right so that's why i wanted to highlight that because we can't be blind to this stuff man if the enemy is using this stuff as a weapon whether it's something that's not as strong or you know just like like underrated uh we we want to be aware of these things and not let it sneak up on us and just catch us off guard we don't want to be ignorant the bible talks about that as well we can't be ignorant to this stuff we need to know what's going on all right, so let's keep going. Bitter root. All right, bitter root equals bitter fruit. All right, um, so that's that's kind of like my little definition that I got from seeing multiple definitions of the word bitterness. These are just the words that stood out to me from reading definitions of the word bitterness. All right, anger, disappointment, resentment, um, resentful spirit, bitter root. And then I put bitter bitter root equals bitter fruit. And I'm gonna talk more about that, but I just want to give you guys the, the definition. So we're gonna take it take it slow for now. Um, I'm gonna drop these gems on y'all, man. Hopefully you guys can run with it. Apply this to your life. Don't waste it. All right, don't waste it. Apply it to your life. Use this and um, make sure that you, you you know you check yourself accordingly, and uh, and according to the Holy Spirit too. Not just what I'm saying. You know, meet with God about it. Like pray about it and uh just just see what he says all right so let's go ahead and talk about the word that stuck out to me more right so we had anger disappointment and resentment we're going to be more so focusing a little bit on resentment as i like let you guys know how or what type of bitterness i was dealing with and how bitterness affected me we're going to go with resentment all right <clears throat> now Everybody at some point in their lives have had, um, you know, wicked thoughts or you, you, you've been done wrong and you've had wicked thoughts or, or thoughts of evil or at least plotting evil towards the person that wronged you or did you wrong. Now, if you didn't do that, I did. All right. So that's why I'm sticking, sticking with resentment um, in terms of definition, because I feel like resentment relates the most to me. Anger relates, right? But anger was something I, I I knew about basically. The disappointment I knew about that as well. Disappointment was more so. I didn't I didn't really expect much from people, right? So disappointment wasn't too too difficult. But the resentment, is it's like a quiet, it's a quiet spirit, and that it only comes up more specifically when you are angry. But you'll realize when things get down or things is things start to get negative that resentment comes up quick you start you find yourself saying stuff about people that you had no intentions of saying but it was sitting in your heart all right 
and that's why it came out. And that's why the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. All right, that's exactly what that means, pretty much. So resentment for me was the issue. Anger, disappointment, all of those things that relate to bitterness were issues as well. But resentment specifically, I had resentment for people. All right, and I wasn't letting that go. It's going through, you know, you, you know, like forgiveness and stuff like that, right? And forgiveness is cool. Definitely forgive. All right, but you got to really check your heart because resentment can be hiding in there and that's going to avoid everything, man. It's going to make your countenance bitter. It's going to make you bitter. You're going to, if you're holding on to that stuff, not necessarily just holding a grudge, but being resentful. All right. That means somebody does you wrong, right? And next time you see them, you still hold them to that standard. You are resenting them. Now, I am not saying, I'm not talking about this in a way of trust. I'm not saying you have to trust that person if they wronged you. They have to be responsible for their actions. But resentment would be treating them. You treat them a certain way out of the, the hate or the resentment that you have in your heart. Okay? And so let's say, for example, somebody wronged you and now now you basically give them the cold shoulder let's say let's say you're having an entire like get together you know let's say there's a family member that you have a problem with they did something to you or they said something to you you were upset with them you know you, you and you ended up getting resentment in your heart that family member comes around there's a family gathering right and you're talking to everybody but that family member that would be resentment all right Talking to that person has nothing to do with trust. You can say hi. You can say bye. Right? That has nothing to do with trust. Now, if that person is a thief, you're not just going to leave your possessions and, you know, have your things unguarded. That has to do with trust. That doesn't have to do with resentment. But if you're giving that person the cold shoulder and you're just, like, completely leaving them out of things... You're not speaking to them. You're not, you're not turning your attention to them at all. Or, you know, like just basically they're they're dead, you know, in, in a way. That would be more so resentment. And specifically for me, I don't know if this happens for you guys, you know, but I'm speaking for myself. I did not uh, or I felt that resentment was right. See what I'm saying? Now, you don't have to be in communication with certain people or things like that. Like, there's nothing against that. But don't do it out of resentment. If you want to dismiss yourself from a person, then dismiss yourself. But if you see them, you should at least be able to, to say hi. You don't have to say hi, but you should be able to. And if you're not able to, you really need to check your heart and see what's the core issue. All right. Um, for example, Jesus with Judas, right? Jesus didn't have any beef with Judas. He loved him. All the way throughout the entire thing, he loved Judas, and he never went back on it. You see what I mean? So th there was no resentment for Judas and his actions and his selfishness uh, from Jesus. Jesus still loved him. Jesus still allowed him to sit there knowing, way like beforehand, knowing that Judas was going to betray him. He allowed him to still sit there and partake with him and, with him and the, uh, the other disciples. Right? If somebody did that to us and we knew beforehand 
especially in, uh, in, in today's world, if we know beforehand that somebody's going to betray us, that person is cut off so fast. And not only are they cut off, you probably will find a way to betray them or do them wrong before they can do you wrong. That's how the world works today. All right. But I mean, that's how the world worked back then, too. I mean, what am I talking about? But Jesus did it a different way. And I'm at a point in my life now. Well, I've, I've actually been there, but there are a few more things. Obviously, you know, when I first when I was first coming in, into Christ, God worked on some things went a lot faster. A lot of things took a little bit more time. OK, and I'm not saying God isn't still working on things, but I don't use that as, as an uh, excuse. There are things now that God is exposing and I am like trying to be active on these things. I'm not trying to be active. I am being active on these things. You know, and seeing what he says in his word about these things so these things can be fixed and I can grow in my character, you know, uh, grow in, in the way that I move and move more like Jesus, be more like Jesus every single day. Every second you get, you want to be um, increasingly becoming more like Christ and less, less and less of the flesh. All right. We got to crucify that flesh daily. So bitter root equals bitter fruit. All right. If you are bitter, the fruit that you bear is going to be bitter. Now, I'm going to get into this a little bit more. Uh, I have a few scriptures and stuff like that. But let's go ahead and get into the uh, Greek word for bitterness. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in a couple of words that came with uh, just that that Greek word and the root so the origin of that greek word uh basically uh make sure you guys re remember the question all right uh what's the most bitter thing you've ever tasted make sure y'all uh, participate in that i'm interested to see what y'all you know what y'all come up with um and maybe you try something from like another culture or something like that but i'm interested so make sure y'all y'all answer that question all right here we go so i'm going to be reading from hebrews chapter 12. i'm going to read verse 15 first and then i'm gonna read a few more uh before verse 15 and a little bit after all right but i'm gonna give you the core scripture first so you know and then i'll explain that basically all right but let's start with the greek word so the greek word for bitterness is uh uh pakira the origin the the origin word for uh pakira is Pycros. So Pycros is sharp, bitter, piercing, and pungent. All right. Sharp, bitter, piercing, and pungent. For me, all right, um, Pycros, with that definition of sharp and piercing, that one hit for me the most. All right. So if any if anybody knows me, you'll know that like when when I end up getting angry or I get more stern and I, I and I am like that like I I have a little bit more sternness about me more blunt with my words and things like that you know a lot it's just super straightforward piercing and sharp stuck with me heavy because I feel like when I'm more like that or when I was more like that it was sharp it, it was piercing and as it should, it caught it probably caused people to not want to deal with me moving further along, right? And I believe that is from that, from 
that bitterness being so sharp and piercing in my expression, right? So I express I, I express stuff really passionately, you know, I'm, I'm all in or, or I'm not in basically. That's typically how, how I move. Um, even even before I got saved, it was kind of, it was kind of like that. But I mean, obviously, once I got saved, it was definitely like that, one hundred percent. But sharp and piercing is how I felt like it, 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 it. That's the best way to describe how how I was expressing my anger or expressing, I guess you know, like contempt for somebody. If I had an issue with something, I was dealing with it sharply. You know, with words that would pierce, obviously, right? So that's something to hold on to. Make sure you guys look that, like, look that that word up. Um, uh, Pycria and Pycros. All right, Pycros is the origin. Pycria is the Greek word for bitterness. So let's go ahead and get into the scripture and see what this is talking about. All right. So I'm gonna put this in perspective for you guys in scripture. We're going to talk about this. Here we go. We're going to start with, with verse 14. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Strive for peace with everyone. And for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace, the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble. And by it, many become defiled. All right. So verse 14 and 15 is going to be the main part or the main scripture. This that's Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14 and 15 that I just read. So in verse 15, it says, see to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble and by it many become defiled. Right. So you can see that for one bitterness takes root that's why i said bitter root bitter fruit if that root of bitterness takes root in you it may not show always but that root will always be there because it's a root it's buried into the ground all right and something's going to grow from that and probably bear fruit that fruit will be bitter because the root is bitter okay so Make sure you guys are being careful. You don't want to be bearing bitter fruit. People don't like bitterness always. Some people actually do like bitterness. So, I mean, that's a little weird, but I'm not judging. Whatever. But most people don't like bitterness or at least not too much bitterness. You all, It's always okay to have a little bit of something. All right. But most people don't like too much bitterness. So the more, obviously, the worse. You don't want to have a bitter root because you're going to bear fruit that is then bitter and when people partake of that fruit they're going to taste that that you absolutely do not want that you don't want that for your life you don't want that you don't want others to perceive you that way all right especially when you're trying to lead a life that's in the holy spirit we are to be holy as he is holy we don't want to be bearing bitter fruit we want to be sweet oh taste and see that the lord is good not bitter not oh taste and see that the lord is bitter okay we want to be we want to be sweet sweet like honey all right and that's on our countenance that's on our character how we carry ourselves even behind closed doors if i'm expressing hate and bitterness for somebody behind closed doors and then walking out into the world with smiles and handshakes 
that doesn't justify anything. God sees all of that stuff, guys. All of it. Every last bit of it. He sees it, and he's going to keep note of it. He, we're not getting away with any of this stuff, all right? So make sure you guys take that uh, take that into uh, account, and just check yourself on that, man. Really check yourself and, and uh, basically humble yourself. Humble, humble yourself in this and continue to to work on this in your own life, all right? So here we go. In verse 16 of the same chapter, it says that no one is sexually. Uh, hold on. Let's let's go back. Let's go back to a little bit of 15. That no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble and by it, many become defiled. Moving into verse 16, that no one is sexually immoral or unholy like Esau who sold his birthright for a single meal. Now, personally, I believe that this example of Esau relates to the bitterness. Bitterness can cause you to do certain things that you literally sell out for that one thing. You're bitter, so you want revenge on this person, and, and that's it. Like It doesn't matter what it takes. If you find one opportunity to get revenge, you're going to take it. You're going to just lash out because of the bitterness and the bitter root that was already inside of you. All right. Don't be like Esau. Sold his birthright for a sing single meal. The Bible also says, what profits a man to gain the entire world but lose his soul? One action. Does one action of resentment, does one action of hate, one action of revenge is that really worth losing your soul? Is that really worth defiling yourself, becoming unholy and selling your birthright? Because we are born again, we are born again, and we are in Christ, right? We are now born into God's family. Don't sell that birthright, guys, based off of just bitterness specifically. It's not worth it. It is not worth it at all. Here we go. Let's keep it moving. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter four. All right. Ephesians chapter four. Then we're going to get into the Hebrew. And that's where we're going to end. That's where it gets beautiful. Man, when we get into the Hebrew and I read the scripture for y'all, y'all, y'all going to love it. Here we go. Verse 32. Ephesians chapter four, verse 32. And that says, wait, actually, let's go back. some. So we're going to start in verse 30. It says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clam and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as Christ and uh, as God in Christ forgave you. Okay. So, let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice all of those actions including bitterness so if you are bitter with some uh, towards somebody and you have resent for somebody you're angry with with someone and that that's not a righteous anger right all right that stuff goes into the category of malice it's the same as wrath it's the same as clamor it's the same as slander all of those things that are listed Anything that has to do with malice, it all goes into that category.
Now, the thing I love about the, the scriptures that I gave you is that it gives you the answer. So the problem in Ephesians 4 is in verse 31. Bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, slander, all malice, right? But the answer is in verse 32. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. All right, remember that. Let's go back um, to our scripture in Hebrews, right? Chapter 12. Here we go. Now, the problem in Hebrews chapter 12 is in verse 15. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble. And by it, many become defiled. But the answer is in verse 14. It actually comes right before that verse. Strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness of without which no one will see the Lord. And for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord, we are to be holy as he is holy. And if we are not, we will not see the Lord. You can see it. It's right there. All right. I personally hate when people give or show a problem without showing a solution. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. So, I love that the scripture points out the solution with the problems. It's talking about bitterness uh, in both passages, but it gives the solution, which is peace. Striving for holiness and peace, loving one another, forgiveness, basically fruits of the spirit. And the fruits of the spirit are sweet, man, sweet like honey. The things of God are sweet, sweet like honey. And basically what what we want to do is get away from bitterness. We need to uproot, not just pick. We need to uproot. We got to get the roots out. Just like when you're pulling weeds, you got to get that whole thing out. Get the get that root of bitterness out of you completely and start to move in holiness and peace, forgiving one another, forgiving one another uh, with the same love that God showed us in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. All right. All right. So here we go. We're going to get ready to finish up here. Um, this is where it gets beautiful, man. I mean, it, it, it already has. Honestly, this is just a huge, a huge hit for me. It hits home. Um, and I had to really check myself and humble myself and say that I was being bitter. I was being resentful of people that I'm supposed to be loving and caring for. And I mean, that's obviously everybody, you know? So I got to get rid of that resentment. And I'm challenging you guys to get rid of that resentment. Let's go into the uh, the Hebrew. All right, we're going to go into the Hebrew. So the Hebrew word for bitter um, is Mara. All right. Mara is actually talked about in the Bible. <clears throat> it's a bitter spring in the Sinai or uh, Sinai Peninsula. Right. Exodus 15 verse 23 talks about this, this spring, basically. All right. And it says Mara, think three times in that in that passage alone. For the word bitterness. Okay. So here we go. We're going to go, go to the word and we're going to read it. We're going to read what it says. Here we go. 
Exodus chapter 15, verse 20. We're going to read 23 through 26. When they came to Mara, they could not they could not drink the water of Mara because it was bitter. Therefore it was named Mara. And the people grumbled against Moses saying, "What shall we drink?" And he cried to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a log, and he threw it into the water, and the water became sweet. Guys, you need to trust in the Lord. Cry out to the Lord. All right? Seek the Lord. And just like that water, that bitter water that the people were grumbling against saying, like, what are we supposed to do? We cannot drink of this water. Are people saying that about you? We cannot drink of this man or this woman's character. We cannot drink from their actions we cannot drink you know fill basically fill in the blank all right cry out to the lord and say lord remove this root of bitterness from me and watch god throw that log in there into that water and say become sweet all right the water became sweet you can become sweet just like that and not have your actions be bitter not have a bitter root and not bear bitter I appreciate you guys so much, man. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Um, if you got anything from this, I pray that it blesses you. Um, but yes, man, continue to do your own research. Continue to do word studies, guys. Dig into God's word. It's so much there that I've uncovered for y'all today that I did not know about like two days ago. All right. Make sure y'all are digging into, into God's word and seek his face on these things, man. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Be like that water when it became sweet. You can be bitter at first. Seek God out and say, no, I don't want to be like that no more. All right. And you can become sweet. He can make you sweet. Thank you all. Y'all have a good one.